Welcome to today's Brief Intelligence Session. Welcome to the New World Order, the Novus Ordo Seclorum. Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050, the rise of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and the emergence of the Great Reset. You already know on this show that I am no respecter of persons. I speak the unadulterated truth and no, I am not politically correct and I don't seek to be at any time. But anyway, we have in the news subject matter dealing with a group called the Jews. The title of the article is Jews are facing a tsunami of hatred like never seen before in Australia, Europe, and reaches an extraordinary level of anti-Semitism not seen since Nazi Germany. So let me read that again. It says Jews facing a tsunami of hatred like never seen before in Australia. Europe reaches extraordinary levels of anti-Semitism. Europe reaches extraordinary levels of anti-Semitism. So, we're not gonna be long today. We're gonna go through and see what's going on. But for the audience, it is important for you to understand what is anti-Semitism? I've broken this down several times before, but I'm going to have to do it again to paint and to create an accurate atmosphere, an academically accurate atmosphere of what we're dealing with here. I've already made it clear that in order for you to suffer anti-Semitism, not Semitism, Shemitism, you must first be Shemitic yourself. Not a practitioner of a religion, because Shemitic is connected to ethnicity. To be Shemitic is, is an ethnic description, not a religious description. It's an ethnic description. So, let us go to the etymological dictionary and find out where this term anti-Semitism comes from. Anti-Semitism, 1881, from Germanic antisemitismus, was first used by Wilhelm Maw, who was born 1819 and died in 1904. He was known as a German radical, nationalist, and race agitator who founded the Anti-Semitan Anti Liga in 1879. So it was a German man that came up with this concept, this word and usage and the philosophy around it. Yes, it was. It is not something that existed in the ancient world. It is not something that existed in the Bible. It is a European creation. It is a Germanic creation. Like it says, not etymologically restricted to anti-Jewish theories 
actions, or policies, but almost always used in this sense. Those who object to the inaccuracy of the term might try Herman Adler's Judeophobia of 1881. All this began in 1881. The problem is, it's being applied to a people that are not Shemitic. It's being applied to a people that have the same DNA as its murderers, as its killers, as its haters. And when I mention haters, murderers, and killers, of course I'm talking about the German Schutzstaffel, Hitler's regime. It's interesting that they pretty much have the same DNA. We'll talk about that later. After all, Ashkenaz does mean Germany and Scythia and Eastern Europe. So it says anti-Semitic, also anti-Semitic and anti-Semite, also anti-Semite, also are from 1881. Like anti-Semitism, they appear first in English, not in Arabic, in English, not in Hebrew, in English, not in Spanish, in English, not in Sanskrit, Hindi, Farsi, none of these languages. It's German and English. And most of English's root is German. But anyway, it says the term anti-Semitism first appears in English in an article in the Athenaeum of September 31st in reference to German literature, which was called Jew hatred. Jew hatred, Jew hatred is attested from 1881 and as an adjective anti-Jewish which you can find its roots in 1817 the statement and the idea and the concept of being anti-Jewish now let us see what the term Jewish means etymologically Jewish was created in 1540 AD the 1540s, the Dark Ages, from Jew plus Ish, Old English, Eudaish, Early Middle English, Judewish, and Judaish. Similar formation in Dutch, Yudish, Old High German, Judaisk, in German, Yudish, in Danish, Yodisk. Figurative use in reference to extraordinary money lending attested in the 1600s. Hmm. It has nothing to do with anything. I see that there is no root in connection to being Hebrew or Shemitic or even Israeli. Then they have the nerve to have Yiddish down here. Yiddish <laughs> is from 1875, from Yiddish, Yiddish, from Middle High German, Yiddish, which is Jewish. And it comes from Yude, which is translated Jew, from Old High German, Yudo, 
from the Latin, Eudeus. The English word has been reborrowed in German as Yiddish, as an adjective from 1886. Now we're getting somewhere. So we're finding out that there actually is no real, authentic Hebrew biblical connection to this term. Period. Now, they have some confusion down here. When we go down and we look at the word Israel, in the etymological dictionary, it says Old English. Well, the word Israel, Yisrael, is not Old English, it's Hebrew. But anyway, they start off from Old English. Israel, and they define it as the Jewish people, which has no meaning at all. And then they conflict things and say the Hebrew nation. Oh, what do you mean by Hebrew nation? From the Latin Israel, from the Greek, and from the Hebrew Yisrael, he that striveth with God from Genesis chapter 32 verse 28, symbolic proper name conferred on the Hebrew who was named Yaakov, Jacob, Yaakov, and extended to his descendants from Sarah, he fought and contended with El as the name of an independent uh, it's also considered to be the name of an independent Zionist, Theodore Herzl, independent Jewish state placed in the Middle East. It is attested from 1948. So, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard is that there is no real foundation for any of this nonsense. It is all based upon European confusion and obfuscation of reality. Now, let us get back to what's happening. Jews are facing a tsunami of hatred like never seen before in Australia. Europe has reached extraordinary levels of anti-Europeanism. Because the people that they're hating are Europeans. The people that they're disgusted with are Europeans. The people that Hitler butchered were Europeans. As a side note, the European Union is also in the process of moving towards a being totally cashless. No more cash in Europe. A draconian cashless society is being voted upon and is being supported and pushed forward for implementation. They are looking to introduce a digital ID, an EID. Right now it's being voted upon and has been accepted in Parliament, but it still has yet a few more votes to go through before it becomes absolutely official. We'll talk about that in another podcast. Just wanted to give everybody a heads up. And unfortunately to all my European students who were my students, for a great number of years when I was there in Germany. You already know we talked about this ad nauseum. All of my students were prepared for this event 
all the way as early back as 2012. I had already laid down the blueprint and laid down the plans of the global elite. Now they're being realized and fulfilled. But anyway, getting back to this Jew hatred and anti-Semitism, which doesn't even apply. Melbourne has become the epicenter of anti-Semitism with Jewish locals experiencing a tsunami of hatred, a community leader says. Children are being bullied in schools for being Jewish and Nazi sympathizers. Children are being bullied in schools for being Jewish and Nazi sympathizers are using the guise of empathy towards Palestine for spreading hatred and vitriol. Devia Abramovich, which sounds not Hebrew at all, chair of the Anti-Defamation Commission told Daily Mail Australia, the current environment for Jewish residents in Melbourne was the worst we had ever seen following Hamas's attack on Israel on October 7th. In the decades that I have been fighting anti-Jewish hatred, I have never experienced anything like this frightening wave of vicious hostility. And this tsunami of hatred shows no sign of abating. He said, no, it's not going to abate. You have a group of individuals that have taken on the identity of someone else that they're not. And they have painted themselves up as exclusive and as the chosen people of God, the apple of his eye, all these things that don't exist in the Bible. No, the nation of Israel has been set apart to be a light to the nations and is a chosen nation to do such. No, they're not God's favorite. Not at all. The Bible does not say that. Yahweh even threatened to replace the nation with another nation. And let us not forget, for all those who are theologically illiterate, Isaiah chapter 19 makes it clear that Egypt, Mitzrayim, Kemet is my people, Israel is my inheritance, and Assyria is the work of my hands. Don't forget it. That's Isaiah 19 for those who need a source and who need to go back and read and get a dosage of reality. Now let us move on and continue. My phone has been ringing off the hook with reports of Jewish scrolls being ripped off doorposts. Let me get you straight. There is no such thing as a Jewish scroll. The scroll is the first five books of the Pentateuch or the Torah and they're not Jewish they're Hebrew and they were delivered and given to the Levites the Levine Halevin not Yehudim the Levine the Levites not the descendants of Yehuda and we're talking about the authentic real Hebrew descendants of Yehuda not European proselytes who took on a religion and have identified themselves as a term that doesn't even include the house of Israel. So anyway, let us move on. It goes on and says, my phone has been ringing off the hook with reports of Jewish scrolls being ripped off doorposts. 
mezuzahs. Kidnapped posters being defaced. Israeli flags taken off cars and urinated on. And Jewish businesses being degraded. Dr. Abramovich said, what was once considered unthinkable just a few years ago is now happening before our very eyes. A Jewish family from Melbourne told Daily Mail Australia that their teenage daughter had been targeted by high school students. Her mother, who wished to remain anonymous, said a series of anti-Semitic incidents, we need to correct that, anti-European, because there's nothing Shemitic about a Jewish person. There's nothing Shemitic. We'll talk about that later. Anti-Semitic incidents had been directed at her daughter since the start of the year, well before the current Israel-Hamas conflict. She has been sent swastikas online. One child repeatedly approached her and told her knock-knock jokes in which the butt of the jokes are dead Jews, she said. Another student approached her and declared, I will guess you and your whole family. The mother said that once the school found out, the students hid behind all sorts of excuses, including ignorance. Well, there is a whole lot of ignorance going on here. And we've talked about that before. There's a whole lot of ignorance. And this show is all about deconstructing and exposing the ignorance. However, the fact that they singled out the Jewish child amongst them and were able to tell a joke in which the protagonist is a Nazi and the punchline is a Jew indicates that they know exactly what they are saying and doing, she said. Anti-Semitism is an ongoing horrific scourge and I am aware since speaking to a number of parents and teachers that there is a far-right influence seeping into the consciousness of high schoolers through social media. Listen here. Indoctrination, psychological warfare, mental programming, and mind control programs and operations is something that has been a part of the Western world society since its inception. So we can stop acting like we're alarmed. We can stop talking about social media, which is ran by six corporations. A matter of fact, all media, all media, which is connected to ancient Medea, which is connected to ancient magic, sorcery, uh, spell weaving and spell casting. It's all connected to the ancient dark arts. What kind of society do you think you live in? You think you live in a godly one? You don't. We live in a godless satanic society. That is waltzing right into totalitarian dictatorial dystopia. Totalitarian dictatorial dystopia is what we're marching into. Technologically advanced dystopia, might I add? A technocracy. Anyway. I'm passionate about this subject because there's so much ignorance and there's so much falsehood. And it's a shame that people in the West just don't know how to tell the truth, deal with the truth and accept the truth.
but they prefer a lie, just like the scripture says. They don't have a love for the truth or for God. They prefer to be spoon-fed lies. Therefore, they shall receive the damnation that they're working overtime to get. The people wish to be deceived, so let them be deceived. That is the words of Willem Dafoe. So let us continue. However, the fact that they singled out the Jewish child amongst them and were able to tell a joke in which the protagonist is a Nazi and the punchline is a Jew indicates that they know exactly what they are saying and doing. She said, of course they do. It's a terrible feeling to be targeted like this. Dr. Abramovich has recently detailed instances of anti-Semitism at schools in which Jewish university students who say that they feel unwelcome and unsafe on campuses. And young people have confessed they're scared to tell people they're Jewish. Extremist language comparing Israelis and Jews to Nazis expressing support for the terrorist group Hamas is becoming commonplace. It is becoming commonplace and is spiraling out of control, he said. Well, the state of Israel, Netanyahu, the Mossad, and others at all created Hamas. So like I said, let us get the ignorance out the way. Now, is the behavior of the state of Israel to be compared to the behavior of the Nazis? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because the same tactics used by the Nazis are being used by those who claim they ran from the Nazis. But history tells us that many of those who suffered under the hands of the Nazis joined the Nazis and killed their own. We'll get into that later. You see all this talk about oh, anti-Semitism. Look here, man. You have to be a Shemite, number one. And those who are crying anti-Semitism are not Shemitic. Number two, if you're so Shemitic and you bear the character traits of a Shemite, how is it that Hitler didn't recognize when Jews joined the Schutzstaffel? When Jewish people joined Hitler's killing machine and killed their own people he was unable to tell that they were Jewish they posed as Germans how can you pose as something you're not if you're not of the same similitude as that which you're posing as there has never been a time in history where the children of Israel looked German. There has never been a time where the children of Israel, no tribe of Israel, appeared and looked and had the same genetic traits, markers, DNA markers, alleles as Germans. Everyone who was ever put in position over the state, the West created state, the Rothschild created state of Israel they have always had European roots they're not Shemitic at all number two 
You mean to tell me the world doesn't know that the Arabs are actually 100% Shemitic? The Arabs are 100% Shemitic. No, they keep talking about Muslims and... No, Muslim, that, that's a part of a religion. That's not an ethnicity. Arab is part of an ethnicity. And the ethnicity that it's a part of is the Hebrew ethnicity. But Abraham, who was called the Hebrew, named after his ancestor Eber, Eber was a descendant of Shem. So that means that the Arabs are Shemitic. They're, they're Hebrew Shemitic people. So if an Arab kills a European who claims to be Jewish, is that anti-Semitic? Or is it anti-Semitic when a Jewish person who is European but bears the religion turns and kills a native Hebrew Shemitic Muslim? Is... The Jewish person killing a Shemite? Yes, in fact, they are. That's considered and constituted as anti-Semitic behavior. More than 11,000 civilians have been butchered and killed and ejected into eternity. More out of the 11,000 plus, 3,000 plus of those 11,000 were children. And they're all Shemitic. They're Shemitic. They're Shemitic. But the world has not yet been able to identify what's being done. The ethnic cleansing and genocidal removal of the Palestinian Gazan residents. They don't consider that to be anti-Semitic because they're too dumb and ignorant to know that the people that are being butchered are Semitic. Historically Semitic, genealogically Semitic, historically Semitic. So I had to throw that out there. Have to wake up the world, wake up the global community. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know who you're talking about. And you don't know where no one comes from. You just accepted what was crafted for you to receive. The molding of public opinion. Propaganda. Falsehood and lies. That's why I asked you the question before. Was Abraham Lithuanian? Was Yeshua German? Was the Apostle Paul... Latvian? What was Aaron and Miriam? Ukrainian? Belarusian? British? Anglo-Saxon? I don't think so. So what is the world talking about right now? What in the world is everybody saying out of their mouth? They're all the Jewish people. What is that? You mean Europeans? Who bear a religion that you think is Jewish? I mean the law came to Levi. What in the world? Where do you get Jewish from? Where do you get Judaism from? The Torah came to the Levites. The priest class of Israel. The priest 
class, the Kohanim, the law, the divine instructions, the divine oracles of Yahweh came to the Levites. Yeshua said salvation is of the Yehudim, meaning of the tribe of Yehuda, referring to himself. Only, specifically, no one else. So all this emphasis and all this so-called worship of, you know, this group of people that, yeah, the Bible does not tell you to worship. Perish the thought. So I had to bring out the fact that what is being called anti-Semitic is inaccurate and academically wrong. Now back to what they said, extremist language comparing Israelis and Jews to Nazis. It's very interesting that they pointed this out because there is a whole entire existence of the fact that there were many Jewish people who fought for Nazi Germany. There were thousands upon thousands of Jewish people who joined Hitler's SS in the Third Reich. And there were over a hundred thousand half Jewish people who joined Hitler's SS. They were considered to be Mischlinge. Part Jewish. The Nazis viewed them as Mischlinger. Some of the Jewish men who fought in Hitler's military had been drafted. The question is though, how is it that they didn't recognize that they were Jewish? It's because they looked the same as the daggone Germans. Since when? Does the children of Israel, who were indistinguishable from Kemet, Africans, since when do they appear to be German? You know, someone will have to explain that later. You're never gonna get off the ground with it, but you can try to explain it later. You can try. Like this historical document records, according to Hitler's Jewish soldiers by Brian Mark Rigg, thousands of full Jews and more than a hundred thousand part Jews joined the military of the Third Reich. The stories of these men and of the psychological as well as the physical hazards they endured altered the book I had originally set out to write. What was the safest place for a Jew in Hitler's Germany? That's a question. A cellar or an attic? That's a question. A forest? At home with a well-connected Aryan spouse? 
The answer was in Hitler's military, in the Wehrmacht, the Kriegsmarine, or the Luftwaffe, at least until the tide of war turned and all three began to suffer staggering losses. Some said the Luftwaffe was the best bet because Goering protected his own. Whichever branch, wearing a uniform was like slipping into a coat of armor or invisibility. The only way that could be is if you're of the same genetic stock, which we now know they are. Now it's going to take some people a real long time to catch up to what actually is being delivered here. They don't understand who and what they're talking about. But anyway, let us move on. Leonard Hayne, the executive director of the Australian Council of Jewish Schools, said at least one school had instructed not to wear the uniform if they want to avoid being identified as Jewish on the way to and from the classroom. Victorian police have increased patrols and are parked outside the schools and picked up and drop off. Victorian police have increased patrols and are parked outside the schools and pick up and drop off, he said. Each of our schools has increased security and put on extra guards. Meanwhile, the spike of anti-Semitic incidents across Europe has reached extraordinary levels in the last few days, reminiscent of some of the darkest times in history. European Jews today, listen here, let me correct you guys, all Jews are European. So we can start with the uh, differentiate. Oh, European Jew. No, there's no such thing as anything else. Anyone of the House of Israel identifies themselves as a member of the House of Israel and what tribe they come from. They don't call themselves Jewish. Sorry. They have an identity and a legacy and a heritage to uphold. They wouldn't erase it with an umbrella term just called Jewish with no roots and connections to the actual children of Israel. So let us move on. It says European Jews today are again living in fear. Hmm. We have seen a resurgence of anti-Semitic incidents and rhetoric in the European Union and worldwide. Molotov cocktails thrown on a synagogue in Germany, stars of David, which are actually stars of the Rothschilds, David never bore a six-pointed hexagram. The Hexerai is the practice of witchcraft, sorcery, and witchery. Magen David, he said Yahweh was his shield, not a six-pointed hexagram. It says, Stars of David sprayed on residential buildings in France, a Jewish cemetery desecrated in Austria, Jewish stores and synagogues attacked in Spain, Demonstrators chanting hate slogans against Jews. In these difficult times, the EU stands by its Jewish communities. We condemn these despicable acts in the strongest possible terms. Well, this is Herzl's creation. Herzl, who was an atheist and a necromancer, a necromancer and a practitioner of the dark arts, is the father and founder of Zionism and the one who came up with the concept and idea of creating Ein Judenstadt. Yes, it was a Satanist. One who communicated with the dead that came up with the idea of creating Ein Judenstadt. A man who believes not in God at all. He's an atheist. 
The article goes on to say they go against everything that Europe stands for, against our core values and our way of life. Against the model of society we represent, one based on equality, inclusiveness, and the full respect of human rights. Hmm, do they? Jewish, Muslim, Christian. Let me uh, enlighten everybody. Is Jewish ethnicity? No, it's not. It's a religion. Is Muslim an ethnicity? No, it's not. It's the vo votary of a religion called Islam. Is Christian an ethnicity? No, it's not. It's also a votary of a religion. No one should live in fear of discrimination or violence because of their religion or their identity. The EU is determined to protect the well-being of all of its communities, ethnic, religious, or other. Yeah, well, ethnic is where things get murky. You're around here calling Europeans Shemitic when they're not Shemitic at all. That's a great discrepancy that needs to be cleared up and needs to be straightened out once and for all. Now, we have the whole world hating the state of Israel, a man-made state of Israel, because it wasn't authorized by God, and it's not a place that is given to the actual children of Israel that are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. It's not that place. The state of Israel is not what Yahweh promised to Jacob's seed. And the original name of the place is Canaan. So anyway, let us get back to the article. We have to push back against this rise in anti-Semitism. Well, if you do that, then you're going to have to push back against the murder and elimination of Shemitic people in Palestine. Because they're the only Shemitic people there right now. So that, I guess that creates a quandary for them. It says, as well as we need to push back against the rise of anti-Muslim hatred. As I said, Muslim is not an ethnicity, that's a religion. Islam is a religion, its votaries are called Muslims. They are actually Hebrew Shemitic Arabs. So what they mean to say, even though they don't wanna say it, is that they need to push back against hatred towards actual Shemitic Hebrew Arabs. But they would never say that because that's not even politically correct for the West. We already have powerful tools at our disposal to address such incidents. EU law criminalizes public incitement to hatred and violence and sets out a common approach to tackling racist and xenophobic hate speech and hate crimes. Ensuring its rigorous enforcement is now more imperative than ever. And since 2021, the European Union has in place its first ever comprehensive strategy on combating anti-Semitism and fostering Jewish life, as well as since 2020, an, an EU anti-racism action plan. What? In 2020, they created an EU anti-racism action plan. If everybody would just stop lying and tell the truth about who they truly are, all this racism garbage should dissipate. And besides, racism, racismus, was something that started in Europe. 
It's German, actually. So, this concludes today's brief intelligence session. For some, it's going to be complicated. For some, it's going to be upsetting. For some, it's going to be such a daunting task to accept the fact that the world has been lied to. And yes, the world needs to know that those people that you claim that you're crying for, many of those people at the time of the Third Reich joined the Third Reich and exterminated their own people. So, real history is what you get from this show. And that's all you're ever going to get is real history. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum.